Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, thank you, Dwight, for that very nice uh, introduction. And uh, here we are. It's Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, February 16. We're halfway through our Valentine's week here. And uh, yeah, this is Tom here along with Tina. And um, yeah, this is day number three of us recording. I know, already day number three. And here we are. Um, Now, typically, Tina, on Wednesdays, we ask our guests, you know, kind of like to tell their VP story, like what, you know, what brought you here? How long have you been here? What are some of the things you've been involved in? And so Mm -hmm. would you be willing to talk about that a little bit? Certainly. All right. Yeah. Well, I'd say we probably, my husband and I um, have been members of Victory Point for at least 25 to 30 years, I'd mm. say, when we were meeting at West Ottawa yet is okay. when we came to join. We, uh, I grew up a Central Avenue Christian Reformed Church. And, um, yeah, I don't know. We just felt for our, our kids' sake it was time to maybe search and find another church that had more children's programs and a younger congregation. And um, good friends of ours, Ron and Jane Brower, um, invited us to, to Victory Point and um, – they had been attending Pine Creek and then, you know, went through the, the transitions to Victory, um, Victory Point. And so we started attending. And um, at that time, we didn't have a pastor. I think um, Pastor Steve Rusticus was taking some of the services. And then, um, oh, what was that? He reminded me of Santa Claus. <laughs> Bill Rigg. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's before your time it here, is. too. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, we just really got involved. And at that time, our kids were, our youngest was about eight or nine. And so I got involved with Pam Mott with the Victory Express. That was the children's program. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. I did that for several years. Um, And then uh, we, I also was involved with a women's Bible study. uh, And that later developed into the homespun ministries where we had a knitting, crocheting, ministry uh, women of the church in our group would knit um, prayer shawls and even baby blankets and then um, when someone in our congregation had a baby or was ill or surgery or something then we would try to contact them and um, deliver a prayer shawl baby blanket Hmm. and through Lori Nanninga we tried to kind of um, reach out a little bit into the community with with those items too which which we were able to do um, I've been involved in Kids Hope um, through Brenda in Great Lakes uh, Community uh, Great Lakes School here. I had a little boy Andy. I was able to go with him um, from start to finish through mm. through the um, elementary school, and I have since um, had some contact with him about five years ago. He was in the military and uh, had a child, so it's kind of neat to see. Yes, you know how they grow and develop right. and you still have, can have a lasting relationship right. or at least a partial relationship with them. And he was excited to get together mm-hmm. again too. So that, that was cool. And um, yeah, right now I'm um, yeah, not well. And we have our mission community group. How yes. could I forget that of which right. you are a part of as well. Yes. We've been involved in that for several years and, and we just really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a neat group. We um, do. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of, 
with the pandemic and we were at Heritage Nursing Home playing bingo with our residents on Saturdays. We had a good routine there and getting to know the residents, but then COVID kind of flip-flopped that right. all and right. kind of on a different direction now, but yep. still our group is going strong. And uh, yeah, we're really, really enjoying, enjoying that a lot. So we're very, we moved to Hamilton, which is the other side of town plus five miles. Um, but we still feel that this is, where we need to worship. This is our, our church home and where we feel we need to be. Well, we are happy that you and John are still a part of VP, even mm-hmm. though you live many more miles away than, yeah, yeah, before. than you used to, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, well, very you. cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Right. Today we are moving into the New Testament, 1 Corinthians 15, and we're going to be reading verse 35 to 38, and then we'll skip mm-hmm. to 42 and read all the way to verse 50. All right. So I'll, I'll read the passage today. Okay. Starting with verse 35. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? How foolish. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives it a body, as he has determined, and to each kind of seed he gives its own body. Then skipping to 42. So will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, but it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, but it is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Mm-hmm. I said I said to Tina a little while ago before we uh, pushed record that this seems quite theological today. We're like mm-hmm. we're looking into the future, right. but what are what are our bodies going to be like someday? So it's just kind of a different kind of a discussion today, right? So, right. Yeah. so Tina, what stood out to you, or what did the Lord kind of put on your mind? Well, um, I think that's a question that we probably all think about once in a while, you know, or get in discussions with like, I wonder what it's going to be like, what are we going to look like? And how are we going to recognize everybody? You know, are we going to look like, you know, a healthy body, you know, around the time that we, we pass away or our babies going to be babies. And, you mm-hmm. know, so it's, it's, it's an interesting question. Um, and it's, it's, it's a miraculous question. Uh, it's, it's something that, yeah, we can't really explain, you know, um, we can just only draw a conclusion or think about it, you know, Mm -hmm. and and stuff. But, um, yeah, we just have to wait, wait to find out, but we all have our earthly bodies here, you know, the way we're put together, our, our color of our eyes and our gifts, our personalities and characters. And, um, I don't know if that will stay the same 
in heaven, mm-hmm. you know, um, that God will keep us as we are, heaven or the new earth, and yet um, we will be perfect, you know, right. we'll, we'll be sinless. Um, and our bodies, it's uh, in Philippians, it says, Jesus, God will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body and not to say that our earthly bodies here are low meaning, oh, you know, ugly and sinful Mm -hmm. in which we are sinful. But um, God still created Adam and Eve as beautiful, beautiful creatures. And they, you know, and so we are beautiful. We have to look at and respect each other, you know, as creations of God honor each other. But Mm -hmm. what, what's to come in heaven, we can only imagine when our bodies are more like Jesus's right body, you know, perfect. Right. And, um, well, I guess yeah. we can look back, you know, Jesus could be our example. We can look at yeah. Jesus, you know, before his death, you know, and then Jesus after his death, when he came back, mm-hmm. right. Cause he kind of went through some changes as well. Oh, he did. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I think our bodies will still be like a physical body, Right, because Jesus still had a physical body when right. he came back to life, right? Because he ate. I think he ate and drank. And, yeah, yeah. Talked um, and walked. Talk, right? and... Exactly. Okay, yeah. but yet, but yet it's, it's it was gonna be it's gonna be different, right? Mm-hmm. Like no longer, um, yeah, yeah. Our bodies aren't gonna get old. Right. Our bodies are not gonna decay. Yeah. Our bodies are not gonna get weak. You know. Yeah. But yeah, didn't Jesus? Yeah, Jesus still had the scars on his hand, though, right? Yeah. So there were sort of like some glimpses of the previous body yeah. that were still there. <laughs> right. Right but it's going to be this brand new body. Yeah. 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 I know there's a beautiful song now. I can't remember who sings it, but it's called the commission. It's a new one and I encourage everybody to, to Google it, YouTube, but whatever. Um, but it's a, a song about Jesus saying, you know, I know, look at, look at, you know, my scars, you know, look at the holes in my hands he said, but I, I'm alive, you know, and he says, I believe you will do greater things. Now go out and tell mm. people about me, you know. So yeah. it, it's a beautiful song about, um, yeah. It's called The Commission? The Commission. Okay. Yeah. Do you know who it's by? I don't. I, it's a it's a new song on CSG. Okay. And, um, it's a girl. It's a young lady. She plays a guitar. It's a beautiful okay. song. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. yeah. The Commission. The Commission. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, down here on Earth, too, in, in our earthly bodies, I mean, that's when we have our physical limitations. And, and again, we moan and groan and we don't feel complete. It's like, oh, there's got to be more to this. And I kind of liken it to, um, you know, when they were in the, the garden of Eden being feeling naked and that wanted to be clothed and we don't feel whole or, you know, we're ashamed or something's missing mm-hmm. as to when we get to heaven and we have that, that full, complete, glorified, eternal, whole mm. body that God intended us mm. to have. Um, so that came across to me too. Um, yeah. Home in heaven, longing to be clothed. In right. our heavenly dwelling. Yeah, using yeah. some of the words of verse 42, 43, 44, right? Our bodies will be imperishable. Right. I wrote the word, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. There's some days I'm kind of going, 
Oh, oh my goodness, my body. Yeah, as we get older, <laughs> that, that uh, will express that a little more. Yes, and so I can't wait for my body to be imperishable. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to have uh, our bodies going to be raised in glory, it says. Right. I wonder what that means. We're going to be raised in glory. And it's also going to be raised in power. Yes. So what, what is, I just wonder what that's going to look like and what's that, what that's going to be like to be raised in glory, to be raised in power. You ever see like these beautiful, I, I, I guess I'd say more the sunsets and sunrises, although sunrises are glorious too. But mm-hmm. sometimes when, when you see these fantastic sunsets and the different colors and stuff, I wonder what is it going to be like when Jesus comes again? Mm. You know, that this glory and this yeah. power, are we, you know, just going to see, is it going to be a myriad of colors or bright whites and sunshine? And, mm. you know, that too, just like we can only imagine what our glorified bodies will look like, but mm. too, what is, what's going to precipitate that, Right. you know, with the, the power and glory of Jesus mm. finally saying, your room is ready. Let's go. Mm. You know, can't so. wait. I wrote oh, that. I wrote that yeah. at the bottom here, uh, verse forty-nine. Um, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly, heavenly man. man? Oh, and I yeah. wrote, can't wait. Yeah. Oh my goodness, can't wait for that. That's what we long for, isn't right. it? Yeah. Right. And I guess that gives us hope, right? Oh yeah. As humans, right now, I guess it gives me hope. Yeah. Like when I'm having miserable days, my body isn't cooperating, and yeah. things are going on. This just gives me hope. Yeah, that the best um, is yet to come. Right. That you again looking at verse thirty-seven. My seed has to be planted. <laughs> right. Oh. My seed. My the seed of my body yep. right, has to be planted, and then what comes up? Right. God. God has it. All, has it all figured out? You know what's going to come up after that? You know He's going to give me that brand new body. Yeah. You know that's imperishable and raised in power and. Um, the process to get there. Huh? Right. Exactly that yeah. process. Yeah. 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 So what can we leave our listeners with today? Tina, what can we leave them with today on this Wednesday? Oh, the best is yet to come. Mm. And, you know, I think we, we have some friends and acquaintances, too, that are, um, we just got a prayer request from a friend of ours about a sister of hers. We don't know her. Her name is Sandy, but I guess she um, has term, terminal cancer. Mm. Um, but it's they're still trying to treat her. The chemo's not working, and the cancer is just it's rapidly growing Mm. and infusing through her body. And, you know, I, I guess for, for people like in those circumstances, um, you know, that there, that hope and you just, you know, just be in prayer and we will pray for her too of that God. and, And I believe he does, he gives us the comfort and assurance that we need that he walks with us through it. And, um, I can't imagine, you know, as, as a a mom or you don't have to be a mom, but a dad, but if, if, if someday we are faced with that, you know, you have terminal cancer, Mm -hmm. what does that look like at first? How do we absorb that? You know, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm I'm not going to see my kids, my grandkids, Mm -hmm. my family. I mean, there's that, you know, we talked about in the past that, that death is, a um, it's the unknown. It can be scary. And, and especially if cancer, you know, pain is involved and, you know, how am I going to deal with this? But um, just knowing that the best is yet to come and Jesus won't give us more than what we can handle and mm-hmm. he will be our strength and he's our great physician. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, our protector, our creator, our redeemer, and um, heaven is is ahead. And there's a, a song too. Again, I go back. I can't walk this road alone. I can't do this on my own, Jesus. I just need to to hear you say that everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. And He gives us that okay. Mm-hmm. And so, listeners, on this Wednesday, may you live today in that hope. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.